Hey guys, you're probably wondering where I was at. Still celebrating the three win victory in a row against the Bills and also beating a legitimate, you know, contending team in the AFC. So I was a little late to the party, but before we start this, guys, yes, I'm dolo for today's episode. As you have him on, on my show, but today he's taking some PTO. So hopefully he'll be back next week. And before we start this, guys, please hit the subscribe button and become part of the culture game. And where should I start with the Colts? My, my goodness, three wins in a row. Got us back to the ninth seed. I think a few weeks ago, we were, I think, the 12th. So now we're slowly climbing up the, the ladder to get back to the wildcard position. And this is the game with Jonathan Taylor. A few weeks ago, you know, Derrick Henry was considered the best running back in the league. Unfortunately, you know, due to certain circumstances, he got injured. Now he's out for the year. But Jonathan Taylor has taken that mantle of the best running back in the game and put one of the best performances of this year alone. Got some good stats to read you guys. Give me a few seconds so I can read them to you. Jonathan Taylor had 32 carries, a total of 204 yards, and not one, not two, not three, not four, but five touchdowns. What can I say about Jonathan Taylor? Like he right now is can easily be considered, you know, a top five offensive weapon in the NFL this year alone. He's been our best, basically our best our best player on the team besides Carson Wentz. So Carson Wentz really hasn't been throwing the ball as much lately. He's right now he's been relying on the running game. And right now, Car Frank Wright has been figuring out, you know what? Just give Jonathan Taylor the ball. Cause he's one of those players that any given moment, it can go for a touchdown. Right now, he's a big running back. He's strong, he's fast, and he kind of, it kind of reminds me of um, the Damian Thompson, who's my favorite running back of all time. Kind of reminds me of him, he could catch the ball as well, too. I believe he caught, I think, an 18-yard pass on Carson Wentz for a touchdown. I'm like, oh, my God. Carson Wentz has been, you know, playing great, protect the ball, didn't play, you know, any um, turnovers, any mistakes on his part. And one of the biggest plays, I think, was on third down, which I think we was only up by 14 points, where if we could have been stopped, possibly the Bills could have already drove down the field. You know, possibly, you know, changed the game, but... I think two defenders were about to grab him, they were about to sack him, and somehow, some way, Carson was, was able to be a magician and just fly out the hole out of the two defenders and just go gallop for at least, what, 15 yards, I believe. That right there is Vince's Carson Wentz. I think he had kind of similar play back a few years back against the Redskins where he broke out of it. Like, nobody thought he was down, and he just broke out of it and I think ran for like 15 yards as well, too. So that right there, you know, Carson Wentz, you know, I always say for the past few, couple of weeks, you know, he looks rejuvenated. He looks great. He looks happy. And again, right now he's in prime position, you know, to get us back to the playoffs and back to Jonathan Taylor. He's been a workhorse. And right now he's right now. The reason why we've been on this three game winning streak and a lot of players after the game, were just saying like we have to put him in a conversation MVP, which is true. Cause as of right now, without Jonathan Taylor, we wouldn't, not be where we are today and well you know be six or five right now we could possibly you know who who knows we could be without Jonathan Taylor right now he's carried our team to you know possibly in the, to battle for a playoff position so um, his numbers alone speaks for itself I think he, he's well leading in the, the NFL in rushing yards basically almost any category for the running back position he's leading it all so I don't see why you know you can't put him in, in, the, in the conversation for um MVP and he, right now he's on prime to have the most um rushing yards in Colts history I believe was what 1700 yards was back in 2000 from Edgar James. So, right now, Jonathan Taylor is on pace to break so many records. And if he possibly break a break, um, the rushing record, I think by um, Erica Dirkerson, why can't you put him in, in a conversation for MVP? And I believe I, I said so earlier that he's possible on his way to beating the Edgar James record. I believe it's he's 600 yards away from being Edgar James record. He's going to clip that, eclipse that in the next four games. And Colts are playing great football right now. The defense, I think they had, I think, believe two turnovers. They, you know, 
basically rattled Josh Allen. Like I said, our back end of defense is not that great, and we was able to contain, you know, Stephon Diggs, who's a, a two-some type of, you know, capacity, but he was able to get a few touchdowns and big catches against us, and our running game, we was able to stop the run. Like, we just – I couldn't believe that like, we beat the Bills in all three aspects of the games, and I'm like, oh, my God. This right here is the coach where it should have been. And like I said before, we lost two overtime games this year. We used a bunch of playing our games right now. We could easily be seven, you know, seven and two or whatever it could be right now if, you know, everything went our way. But fortunately, this is how football is, and, you know, things never go your way. So right now we're making up our mistakes what we did earlier in the year. And right now they're playing off right now. Hopefully we didn't blow too many good opportunities where we could possibly miss the playoffs. But as of right now, we're the number nine seed, and there's so much um, football left. Right now being a Colts fan, huh, it's great right now. We're, we're in a three-game winning streak. Right now we can easily say we're probably, you know, not the best team in the NFL um, for the past few years, but we can say that we are the hottest team right now in the NFL. Right now, we're catching fire at the right time, and we got a, a long way ahead of us, but right now, we're heading towards the right direction. So right here is the part of the show where we usually do our recaps of the previous week. We go through in each individual game and see you know, how they did what you know, was the key highlights of each single game. And right now, we're going to start off with the Fal Patriots and Falcons, and right now, Patriots just straight dominated the Falcons, 25-0. Mac Jones is looking like... Easy, like I said, for the past few weeks, easy uh, rookie of the year. Um, us being the Bills, we put the Patriots in the first on um, place division right now. And it's crazy how the thing, you know, the Bills was the next, you know, the next team stepping on the AFC East where they can be, you know, be the, the best team for the next, you know, five, ten, five to ten years, you know, when the division year on year after Patriots did. But right now, Patriots, you know, being down for one year, it was able to retool and everything. And right now, they're back to being, you know, leading the division. It's just crazy to say, you know, thing like Bill Belichick is probably having his best coaching year, I believe, since. Tom Brady was down when he won Matt Costa. No, right now the Patriots are just, right now heading towards the right direction into the playoffs. Next, we got Colts and Bills. I already talked about that game. You know, Coach just straight dominated the Bills in all three aspects of the game. Great win for us. And you know, against, I believe, you know, a quality team. I believe we lost eight straight games to playoff teams since 2020. And right now, hopefully, we change that direction. You know, have, you know, towards upwards. You know, against playing, you know, competitive teams. All right. Next, we got Ravens and Bears. Bears, I needed you to beat the Ravens, and they had a backup quarterback. I believe the Bears have lost to five straight quarterbacks with backups. That is horrendous. Like you should be able to beat these teams with their backup quarterback. Like Matt Hurley, like he was became the starter literally a few minutes before the game. Lamar Jackson said that he couldn't be in the game due to illness. Right there, you know, all the momentum should have shifted to the Bills, and for them to still lose this game, Matt Nagy, he's down. He's definitely done after this season. Right now, this is her. her, her Atrocious right now to be a bear fans, you know, definitely, definitely um, tough times. Next, we got Lions and Browns. I cannot believe the Lions almost came back and beat the Browns. Like the Browns right now are not a good team. They started off hot at the beginning of the year, you know, everything was going their way, and then injury bug caught up to them right now. They're trending downwards. And I believe Baker Mayfield has some words for, I guess, the, the fans are saying that, you know, the same people who are booing us, you know, can't be quiet, you know, during, you know, wherever the offense is out there. For one thing, he's talking about that. I remember Peyton Manning when the offense came out there, when Peyton Manning was in the team, like, everybody was quiet. And that Peyton Manning, you know, work his magic and do all that stuff. So he probably wants the same exact thing. The Browns, like, you know, what? we ain't doing all that, dog. And Browns, they, they lucked out on this one. Next, we got Texas and Titans. Like I always say, the NFL is just crazy every single week. You just never know what you're going to get. And me, I believe me and Lamont last week picked the Titans. They opt Texans McGonagall chance in this game. And right now they pulled the upset of the week, beating the Tennessee Titans 22 to 13. Who would have thought that Texas would have had them, you know, to beat the Titans? But like I said, divisional games, you just never know what you're gonna get. Just regardless if you're 16 and one, one and sixteen, those games are always close just because you know how to play them all that stuff. So right there, that was just 
a great, you know, crazy upset. Packers and Vikings. <laughs> Lamont, he, he, I know he's upset right now because I always pick the Vikings at their one o'clock games. And something always tells me one o'clock games, Kirk Cousins is the greatest one o'clock game quarterback of all time. This right here became a shootout. Uh, Mason Crosby has been missing key, key field goals all year and blew another game for them this week. And right now, Packers are going to have to decide soon that you should we go after another kicker? Because right now, it's it's not like he's he lost all momentum. Like right now, he's just shot out. And when the kicker doesn't have that, um, what can I say? That confidence in him, it can definitely you know trend backward downwards. Remember how the Vikings had that kick against the Seahawks in that playoffs where he just missed so many key field goals and we could have won that game. So right now, Vikings, you know, got me another game. Next, we got Dolphins and Jets. <sighs> Not really want to say Joe Flacco played that game, but he, I think he had a decent game. But um, Dolphins, you know, back-to-back wins, you know, possibly be trending outward right now, and maybe they might finish the season hot, which could possibly mess up the Eagles, you know, with their draft picks as well for the first, you know, first round. Next week, I mean, next game, we have Saints and Eagles. I don't know about you guys, but, like, some reason, I feel like Nick Sirianni and Frank Wright have been, you know, definitely having more conversations than – Let's do this. Let's run the ball. You know, let's shake the league. Right now, I was watching the game. I was like, damn, this score reminds me of the Colts and Bills game right now. I'm like, are they replicating what we're doing right now? And which is true because the past few weeks, they've been, I think, had the most rushing yard, the most rushes and all that stuff. And once the Eagles decided to run the ball, they changed the dynamic of the team. And they've been, you know, a great, great up and coming team right now. They're possibly, you know, one of the hottest teams in the NFC. And Right now, that defense is playing good. Um, Darius Slay has been making a back-to-back uh, weeks with big plays as well, too. So he's, he's leading up to his name, big play Slay. And right there, you know, Eagles definitely trending, you know, possibly to the wild card position. But the Vikings winning that game kind of put them in a tough position. But we can see. Next, we got the reunion of Robin Rare versus the Panthers, Cam Newton game. Tyler Hankey, you know, you know, he's like he can possibly hang around his league. And he played a good game and Cam Newton and all that stuff. So it was a great reunion game. But Washington came out big in that game. Next, we got 49ers and Jaguars. 49ers have been playing great ball ever since, you know, I downplayed them saying they would never win a game again this year. And Jags, uh, I believe there's been reported that Trevor Lawrence is not really happy with the team and how the team is direction, the, the, the direction of the team is going. And when you're a rookie quarterback and your franchise quarterback saying that early in the season, well, early in his career, moves would definitely be uh, happening this offseason. And I don't think Urban Meyer will be back this year. Next, we got Bengals and Raiders. Um, I believe the Bengals had a two-game uh, slide, I guess, I believe, for the past two weeks. And right now, you know, when's a good time to, you know, get back in the winning streak? Being the Raiders. The Raiders, like I said before, the past few weeks, I've been turning downwards, you know, losing all these key players. And right now, it's going to be dark, dark times for the Raiders. Next game, we got the Cowboys and Chiefs. Man, Chiefs, you know, put a, put a whooping on the Cowboys. Um, I believe CeeDee Lamb got hurt in that game. So right now, I believe the Cowboys are probably down to one receiver, a uh, star receiver for um, Thursday night game. That Prescott had a bad, really, really bad game. He looked really lost out there. And just one of those games where he just, you know, it's crazy. In the past three games, he had two of those games where it was just truly horrendous. And maybe it could possibly be a trend or we just got to see what's going to happen. But she's, you know, coming back right now, they're making, you know, after a slow start right now, they're looking like possibly, the, you know, one of the best teams in the AOC again, like, you know, as usual. Cardinals and Seahawks, Colt McCoy, back-to-back wins. Like, the Seahawks can't beat Colt McCoy. Who can they beat? Right now, Russell Wilson hasn't looked the same since his surgery. Right now, he looks looking not that great throwing the ball and all that stuff. And Cardinals, right there, they're just showing that they're a great team. Even without Colin Murray from the past few games, they're able to win games, which is that great. Right there shows you that, you know, that they're a good team. And right there, you know, Cardinals easily the best, the best team in the NFC right now. Next, we got Steelers and 
Chargers that was definitely a good shootout game, but Justin Herbert is definitely showing that he's he's gonna become one of the best um, young quarterbacks in this game for the future. And Chargers did me a favor because you know I need us any one of them to lose so we can you know Colts gonna move up slowly in the stands for the playoffs. And then we're gonna finish off on Monday night. Buccaneer just put a whooping on the Giants. The Giants right now are just continue to trend downwards, and they they have so much work to do with the you know offensive line, defense. Like there's just a lot a lot of work that's been done with the Giants. And I believe the Giants are pretty. High, they have a high cap, and they have to go with some you know, key players. And I think Shaquan Barkley is due for a contract this year. So, and Daniel Jones, so it's gonna be gonna be a very you know intriguing offseason for the Giants. And I believe it's reported today that Jason Garrett has been fired as well too. So, Giants right now are, are frustrated right now, and I think big moves are gonna be coming this offseason as well too. And maybe possibly the head coach as well too. So that's gonna be something to, to tell. So right now we're gonna go ahead to our predictions for Week Twelve, and it's crazy to still even say that we're in Week Twelve already. I hate you know. We're getting closer, closer to the end of the season, but this right here, you know, is, is where the fun begins for football, where you see, you know, the best teams coming out, the the team that are up and climbing, you know, take that next step to be, you know, contending for the Super Bowl. And right now, whoo, 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 we got some good matchups this week in week 12. So we get the Bears and Lions in this game, and I don't trust the Bears. Right now they lost five straight games to back of quarterbacks. Joff, Joff, Jerry Goff is not really a bad quarterback, and they're playing the Lions at home. The Lions will get their first win. Thanksgiving Day. Let's go. Next, we have the 4 o'clock, 4.30 game, Raiders and Cowboys. Uh, I've got the Cowboys winning this game right now. The Raiders just, you know, are just, I'm going to continue to say trending downwards. And they got nothing positive going for themselves right now. So well, I don't see the Cowboys, you know, losing this game. And they're probably going to use Ezekiel Elliott very hard in this game to, you know, get the, the rushes on and stuff and just make it a more of a rushing game out of the Eagles and Colts have been doing for the past few weeks. Uh, Thursday, then Sunday, uh, Thursday night, a pretty good game. We got Bills and Saints. I know, I know the Bills want to get that nasty loss off that taste and better way to know the play early during the week. And the Saints right now are trending downwards or trying to see not playing the um, football. I think Michael Thomas, I believe he's might be out for the year, I believe. Right now, I believe the Bills are going to just beat on the Saints and just going to be a complete blow, blow on that game. Next, we got Steelers and Bengals, another divisional game. I got Bengals winning this game. I still don't trust no big band. I feel like he's trending downwards. He's been been trending downward, you know, passing the ball on himself. I feel like the Bengals are going to take, you know, Beat the Steelers and you know go for you know for the divisional league in, in that AFC North. Next we got Bucks and Colts. This right here is a tough game for me to pick. I want to be biased, but I also have to be logic. Tom Brady has been whooping the Colts ass his entire career. I, I think the last time the Colts beat a Tom Brady team, I think it was in 2009 when we won that game, the fourth and two infamous play. And Tom Brady, you know, has completely you know just demolished. Us when we had the Andrew Luck era, he I believe Andrew Luck was 0-5 against the Patriots. Like it was tough. And like he always I feel like he has a personal vendetta when it comes to the, the, the Colts. And he just he looks at the game, he's like, Yeah, you know what? I'm going to whoop their ass. And Gronk too, Gronk has demolished us in, in especially in the Andrew Andrew Luck Chuck Logano era. He demolished us and right now he's healthy, he's playing good football too. And I'm like, damn, this is gonna this is gonna be a tough game for us, a really, really tough game. But 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 we were running the ball. Carson wasn't playing good football. I'm going to be biased. Let's go, Colts. Fourth win in a row. Let's go, baby. All right, next we got Panthers and Dolphins. Panthers have been trending downwards lately, you know, losing a close game against the Washington. And the Dolphins have been playing pretty good. And going Dolphins in the game, being the Panthers in this game. Next we got Titans and Patriots. This right here is a good, good game. I feel like it should possibly be a Sunday night game. I got the Patriots being the Titans. 
Right now they're playing good ball. Right now Mac Jones is feeling up the league, and right now he's like I said before, he's the regular year right now. And without signs, you know, having Derrick Henry, I, I believe AJ Brown might be out for a few weeks. I think I think Julio. I don't know if Julio's been playing, but he might be nursing still a hamstring. I think he's in this game. This right here is gonna be a close, close game. Eagles and Giants, but I feel like the Eagles, you know, st stay with their, you know, what they've been doing for the past few weeks, what's been working for them. They're running the ball. I think they're gonna continue to do that, and I feel like the Eagles are gonna be the, the Giants. Also, the Giants, you know, firing Jason Garrett right now. This has so much internal turmoil. It's not a good look to be a Giants fan right now. Next, we got Falcons and Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence is not happy. Jaguars don't have nothing good going good going for them. I got the Falcons winning this game. Next, we got Jets and Texans. A battle of two and eight teams. Go to Texans. I, I don't have, you know, I think Zach Wilson might be gone for another few weeks. I believe the Jets already gave up Mike White. They won with Joe Flacco. So, yeah, this is not going to be, you know, it's not a good look for the Jets right now. I got the Texans win this game. Next, we got the divisional game, Chargers and Broncos. Got Chargers in this game. And now the Broncos have been, I think, lost back-to-back -back weeks against the Cowboys and the Eagles. I feel like the Chargers have a good running game with um, Austin Ellick and right now Justin Herbert with his arm and everything with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Too much weapons for the against the Broncos. This right here, another good, good game. Rams have lost. I believe two straight games and Packers lost the last week game. So this right here might be easy game of the week. And I feel like the Rams, you're probably gonna still try to force the ball to Odell Beckham. Might be might be the downfall. And the Vante Allen's will probably gonna have a, a field day against uh Jalen Ramsey. You know, he's like, oh, dude, you decided to play with the Rams, not with me. See what I can do. We want the Packers in this game. All right, we got a four 425 game, Vikings and 49ers, not a primetime game. You guys already know who I'm going to pick. The Vikings. Let's go, baby. All right, next we got Sunday night game. I believe Lamar Jackson might play this game. Browns and Ravens. Right now, Baker Mayfield is all tore out. I think he has a banged up knee, banged up ribs, uh, tore labor on his shoulders. I got Ravens winning this game. And then Monday night, we have Seahawks and Washington. I got the Seahawks shining downwards. And I feel like Russell was in the league after this year where he just, you know, Seahawks probably put enough around him, the defense and all the offensive line outside. He's probably going to be frustrated, especially with another loss at Washington in this game. Well, that was our picks for a week 12. Like I said before, beginning, beginning of the segment, it's crazy to say that we're at week 12 right now, but this right here is, the, is grind time. This is where the, you know, the up and coming teams that are on fire right now can take that next level. And we're going to see, you know, the teams that are, you know, the best teams in the, in the NFL continue to be, you know, be great and be teams that they should. But right now we're heading down a great stretch, you know, for the end of the season. So our last segment of the show, I want to talk about the NBA. What I think the whole world's talking about it. The little Caesar malice in the palace. Um, I feel like LeBron James intentionally elbowed the shit out of um, I, I believe it was the, the center for the Pistons, or he was just busted out bleeding. And not, not a good look. I, I feel like that right there, the, the reason why LeBron Pice threw that elbow to his face is a frustration. The Lakers have not been playing good ball at all this year. They've been, they've been losing the teams that they shouldn't to. You know what I mean? Like, you have $40 million between each player, between LeBron, Westbrook, and AD right there. All that right there with him elbowing. Like, LeBron James is not a dirty player. He's not a malicious player. He doesn't do, you know, he respects the game, respects the players. But for him to do that, I feel like it was all the act of frustration. You know, like I said before, Lakers not winning, you know, games right now, which is just horrendous. You know what I mean? They almost lost that game. I think they were down 10 points in the third quarter when you once that little uh, incident happened. And the center for this Pistons, he had every right to go after LeBron James. You know, like, dude, you elbow the shit at me purposely. You know what I mean? It wasn't going for, I don't know, unintentionally, you know, elbow. It was purposely. And for him to bust his fucking eye open, you know what I mean? Like, 
I'm going to go with the, the even though I'm a big LeBron fan, I'm riding with the, the center for Pistons. You know, he had every right to go after LeBron James. And it was funny because like when he started going, he pushed the referee. He's like, oh my God, jump right here in front of him. And I, not, not a good look, not a good look. Because like right there, you're just showing that. One thing about LeBron James, when things are not going his way with the team, I was like, he gets very frustrated, you know, when people are just giving it easy way. You just see him. And right there, you know, you got to be the leader of the team. And it's still crazy that he feels like, damn, I'm 39 years old. I'm in my 20th season. Like, I shouldn't have to be the best, continue to be the best player on the team. You know what I mean? Like, his focus was AD. Like, you should take the mantle. Like, how Giannis is right now is possibly easy one of the best players in the NBA. Like, Giannis, like, AD should have the same mindset. Like, I should have, you know, be the dominant player on this team. And then Russell Westbrook should be the second best player while LeBron can be the third. But now he's like, damn, I still got to be the best player a week, uh, night in and night out. Sticking with him. And I feel like this year is, you know, it is, it's a year of frustration from all boards. And, like, Lakers struggling horribly in defense. You know, AD calling out the team, like, yo, we just straight up suck. Like, right now, like, if, if we start the playoffs today, I don't see the Lakers going pretty far, you know, in the playoffs right now. And um, they, they got to do something because right now, like, it looks look like they kind of messed up going after Westbrook for the instead of you know going after Demar. Demar is having you know a sensational season with the Bulls. I believe he has the most points in the first first seven or twelve games. I can't believe in the Chicago Bulls history. I'm like, wow, holy shit! Demar has been balling out, but like I said before, it's a trend with Westbrook when you know he starts off slow, starts off high, then goes back low. So we just gotta wait for that point where Westbrook is gonna go off. And I believe they. Announced the punishments yesterday. LeBron just got one one game, and uh, Gover. I think I believe his name is Gover. Got two games. I'm like, I feel like should have balanced out. They both should have got two points. And it was funny after the game. Um, Westbrook Westbrook said that uh, one of the uh, reporters said, "Yo, you, you know you got a tech." He was like, "I got a tech for, for what?" And I'm like, if you've seen the video, you see Westbrook Westbrook um squared out. I'm like, yo, that's where you got the tech. He was like, you about to ready to bang out, and um. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for the NBA. I don't think besides that, the Warriors, you know, has been just straight killing the, um, the league. You know, Stephen Curry is easily the MVP right now. I believe Clay Thompson, I think, is cleared for practice now. He might be coming out back in the next few games. That theory, the Warriors are going to possibly elevate them to be a more scary team. Right now, Kyrie Irving, still haven't heard nothing yet about him. I don't think he's going to play out all this year. Um, the Sixers, I don't know what – they're probably so confused that we don't know what the hell to do with that Simmons. So, we were just trying to – Leave, leave them in the closet and just roll what they've been rolling. Besides that, I feel like after All-Star break, the NBA season, you know, catapult to, you know, that's when everybody starts taking the game with series right now. But as right now, as me as a, as a LeBron fan, a Lakers fan, right now we're turning downwards horribly. And right now, I believe the Phoenix Suns are easily looking the best team in the West right now. I think they won 12 straight games. And right now, they look like they possibly, you know, go another run and possibly go back to back to finals. But only time I can tell. And hopefully LeBron James can change his attitude, you know, be more coherent, be more vocal. Like instead of being like, so I just get like easy points. Like he just, he just like gets so frustrated so easily. He just expects you know for them to just click, click, click. Like LeBron James, AD, and LeBron and um, what's the rest of their games? You know, are just all different. And right now they just kind of build some continuity and I think it'll take some time. Hopefully, All Star break, the Lakers you know can switch it up. But besides that, they're definitely a great show. It's a little weird, you know, doing the show by myself. I'm usually having a mind and all that stuff, but. It was pretty cool to do, do, do the show by myself. And before we end this, guys, you know, please hit the subscribe button, become part of the culture game. And this is Culture Sports.